we all look forward to finding our basharat and settling down in life. Welcome to the Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we begin the tractate of Moed Cotton. We are on page two, Duff Bays, and we discuss what settling down means. Settling down doesn't mean that we fall back into the bad habits we might have had when we were single. It means making sure that our basharat never has to settle for anything less than the very best. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my Chavrusa today. I like to begin with a story. When Rav Moshe Shmuel Shapiro published his Sefer, a sense of exhilaration filled the entire house. As the boxes of books were brought in and piled up in a corner, the smell of the new volumes was itself a source of excitement and awe. The Rosh Hashiva opened up a box, took out a Sefer, and made a Shech Yonobracha. He then stopped and looked around. Where's the Rebetzin? he inquired. Everyone stood there bewildered. All assembled were eager to get their hands on a copy, and yet the Rosh Hashiva had not even opened up the copy in his hands. He held the Sefer close to his heart and waited. Finally, the Rebetzin walks in and takes a place by the side of her husband. Only then he opens up the Sefer, and together they take pride in its holy contents. Indeed, that was his practice every time a new Sefer arrived. Without the Rebetzin, I would not have been able to write Sfarim with tranquility of mind, he would say each time. Is it not then only fitting that she should be the first to see the new Sefer? Let's have a look at today's Gemara. Says the Mishnah, one may irrigate a thirsty field on Cholomoed as well as during the Shemitah year. Says the Gemara, a newly emerged spring is no different from a spring that did not just emerge. In the case of a thirsty field, it is allowed, while with a base Habaal, it is not. And from where may it be inferred that base Habaal is a term denoting settlement? As it is written, for as a young man marries Yival, a maiden, and it is tra translated as a young man settles down with a maiden. Says Rashi, the Mishnah refers to a field, i.e. a thirsty field, that is on the side of a mountain. Due to the slope, it does not retain water and must be irrigated constantly. One may irrigate it even on Cholomoed, because it involves a significant loss if it would not be irrigated, and for a situation of loss, the sages permitted one to toil on Cholomoed. Says Rashi, a Beisabal is a field that is in a valley and does not need irrigation. As such, there will be no loss if one does not water it. Let's analyze this, Kamara. Pesach and Sukkot are week-long festivals consisting of days at the beginning and end when most types of malacha are forbidden. But during the intermediate days of Cholomoed, one may engage in certain work-related activities. Generally, any malacha that's necessary in order to avoid significant financial loss was permitted by our sages. Our Gemara distinguishes between the irrigation of a field that is on the side of a mountain, i.e. a thirsty field, and one that is found in a valley, i.e. a base habal. The first needs more frequent irrigation because the water quickly departs and flows down the mountain, while the second is so-called settled on level ground and doesn't require constant attention. Therefore, it's permissible to water the mountain field during Holomoy, but not the valley field. The Gemara derives the meaning of base Habaal, the settled field, from a verse dealing with marriage. The prophet Yeshayahu tells Jerusalem, for as a young man marries Yival, a maiden, 
your son shall marry you. And as a bridegroom rejoices over his bride, so will your God rejoice over you. The word marry is translated by the Targum as settle down. Everyone looks forward to the day that he will find his divinely ordained marriage partner and settle down. While we believe that one's spouse is basharit, that doesn't imply sitting back and doing nothing. We all know that you need to go out and make the proper effort to find your basharit. And of course, it's not just a matter of looking for that person. Knowing that the person is also looking for you, you'll make every effort to present yourself in the best possible way. That means being on your very best behavior. It means watching every word that you say to ensure that nothing causes any offense. It means looking your best. It means opening car doors. And it means presenting your spiritual best side, whether that entails letting the other person know how important daily minion or regular Torah learning is to you. But sadly, many people get married and settle into patterns of behavior that are unhealthy. They've worked hard to find their basharat. But now, with that challenge completed, they feel that they can settle back into their less-than-stellar habits. They no longer feel the need to dress to impress. They stop thinking about what goes into their mouths or comes out of their mouths, and they relax their spiritual enthusiasm. That's not the Torah way. Rev Moshe Shmuel Shapiro never stopped courting his rabbitson. He didn't say to himself, now that I've ticked the marriage box, I can just focus on my rabbinical goals. His wife was forever his number one concern and priority, even when it meant opening up his new safer. He saw it as an opportunity to strengthen the bonds of his marriage. Marriage, friends, is about a lifetime of courting one's spouse. Settling down doesn't mean settling back into poor behavior. It means becoming settled in your mind because you've finally found the right person. And it means setting the stage each day, week, month, and year for a relationship that continues to grow and flourish as you always strive to be the very best bashert that you can be. Your spouse is the person for whom you have chosen to dedicate yourself to being your best. That means acting your best. It means looking your best. And it means aspiring to be the best that you can. Your spouse deserves the very best. Why should your spouse settle for any less? May you treat every day as your very first date. Wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the Transformative Duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe to achieving a life of simcha and purpose. Transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.